Welcome to the Jaguar King Podcast. I'm your host, Armin. I talk everything Jaguars football, usually in tears. So if you like anything Jaguars or anything NFL related, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. It really helps my channel grow. And without further ado, in this week's episode, last fucking game. So we meet again, do we? This week, we got the Indianapolis Colts. The only victory on the Jaguar schedule this year. The first meeting we had with the Colts, Gardner Minshew won our hearts. Going 19 for 20 for three touchdowns and a win. We thought he was going to be the savior of our franchise. Well, that didn't last long, and we moved on faster than an arranged marriage. And now, we got our eyes set on a new hot piece of ass in Trevor Lawrence. But from what we learned this year, moving on has actually worked out for us. In that first Colts game, we actually got to see the emergence of James Robinson after cutting Leonard no vision for net, and he's winding up being our best player. So let that be a little life lesson to you. If it ain't working, keep twerking. The Colts are 10-5 and heading into this week, holding out for some playoff hope that took a hit because they lost last week to the Pittsburgh TikTokers. So this is a must-win game for the Colts. If they win and the Titans lose, then they win the AFC South and get their ticket to the playoffs. To get a wild card spot, though, they need a win, and they also need a Ravens loss, a Dolphins loss, or a Browns loss. Let me know if I'm right. I would love to know what nerd is in charge of keeping up with all these scenarios. Kudos to that guy for dealing with all the shit he's got to deal with over there. If that were me, I'd honestly just get lost in the process and just make shit up. The Jaguars can play spoilers here and ruin the Colts' playoff chances. Can you imagine if the only Jaguars victory this season was against the Colts? and they miss the playoffs, the Colts would literally probably be fuming. Phillip Rivers would probably swear for the first time in his life. So that's what's at stake for the Indianapolis Colts, a playoff berth. Will the Jaguars beat them? Will Phillip Rivers get a vasectomy? Truth be told, I have no idea how we beat them in the first week, but I think I figured out a formula. Last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steelers came from a 17-point deficit to win the game. You know who else it came from a deficit to beat the Colts? You guessed it, the Jaguars. So let them take the lead, let them get comfortable, and sneak attack. Don't actually do that, Todd Wash. That's actually pretty ridiculous. Not as ridiculous as your fucking defense, though. The first step to actually win this game is to put pressure on Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers has the mobility of a geriatric patient, and he's easy to bring down. But he also has a quick release and has basically seen every defense you've thrown his way, which allows him to get the ball out faster to avoid those sacks. But when the pocket collapses, he has a tendency to panic and just throw the ball downfield in a field full of defenders. Rivers got sacked five times against the Steelers and also threw an interception. I don't think he has to worry that much this week against the Jaguars' horrid pass defense. The Jaguars have given up 40 points in their last two weeks and even let Mitch Trubisky tear them up. Although I do want to mention that rookie Caleb on Chaseon has been finding his groove as of late. He's been top 10 in the NFL in pressures for the last three weeks, so hopefully maybe he'll disrupt the pocket and get Phil Rivers off platform. Outside at wide receiver, Dr. Filler's got some weapons, starting with veteran T.Y. Hilton. I don't know if you guys know, T.Y. Hilton's actual name is Eugene. No wonder he calls himself T.Y. No offense to any Eugene's listening. He's also got fellow YouTuber Michael Pitton Jr. who's putting up a pretty good rookie season. And then he's got country singer Pascal Flats. So it's probably going to be a tough day for the Jaguars secondary. The Colts rushing attack is led by Jonathan Taylor whose biceps are bigger than my torso. And Taylor is actually having himself a good rookie season at running back. He's just behind our very own James Robinson. Also they got explosive gymnast Naheem Hines who's a really good change of pace back and is really good in the screen game. And last week against the Bears David Montgomery had a solid day so I'm expecting the same from these two running backs. So what about our offense against their defense? The Colts actually have a top unit in their run defense. It's actually a really stout defense. 
And without James Robinson this week, it's going to be a long day for us fans because that means the pressure will be on the QB to win this game. Doug Marone named Mike Glennon as a starter again, so that means that Ravens game was possibly the last time we saw Minshew dress up as the Jaguars starting quarterback. But why are we starting Mike Glennon? Let's be real here, Doug. I would rather you line up Huncho Visca quarterback and tell us he gives us the best chance to win. Then I'd actually believe you. So what is it, Doug? Does Mike Glennon have your nudes? Are you jealous of his skinny neck? To be honest, I don't think it really matters who plays QB. I think it's going to be the same result regardless. But I personally would rather watch Minshew back there than watch fucking Mike Glennon back there just grazing at leaves. Interesting stat though I found on the interwebs. Mike Glennon has been sacked three times this season, giving him a sack percentage of 2.1%. Gardner Minshew has been sacked a total of 27 times this season, giving him a sack percentage rate of 7.8%, and only 8 QBs have a higher percentage than Gardner Minshew. Some people fear our O-line is not good at protecting the quarterback, especially with potentially getting Trevor Lawrence, but what it looks like is Mike Glennon's better pocket presence and the ability to get the ball out faster is helping the O-line play. The only problem is he's throwing it to the other team. If Mike Glennon plays well and it becomes a shootout, then it might be a close game and the Jaguars might be able to sneak away with it. But you know, it's Mike Glennon. Both teams want to close out strong this season. The Colts are trying to make a playoff push and keep their Super Bowl aspirations alive. And the Jaguars want to win a game, so this third of the season just looks a lot better. I think the Colts win this game soundly, something like 30-10. to 10, But who knows, maybe Andrew Wingard comes out and drop kicks Phillip Rivers out to retirement. And Phillip Rivers' last game will be a loss to the Jaguars, which I personally wouldn't mind at all. But if we do lose this game, it only helps our draft stock. We won't have to flip-flop picks with the Jets so that we always have the first pick at each round. So that's a win-win in my book. Leave a comment down below in your predictions for this game. Let me know if you think the Jaguars have any chance or you think we just get steamrolled. I'm thinking the latter. Thank you all for those who have subscribed to my channel. Your support means a lot to me. Finally, the last preview of this season. It's been a shit season where we didn't win many games, but we won the war. We got the first overall pick with a potential incredible QB coming out at the draft. So this season wasn't a total waste. Thank you all for watching. Don't forget to hit the like button and I'll see you for the recap. Thank you.